Having a reliable knife with a razor-sharp blade at the push of a button will make the difference on your next hunting experience. Outdoor Edge's razor-safe replaceable blade system delivers extensive varieties of hunting and carry knives that are compatible with different blade sizes and styles, providing you with a surgically sharp blade anywhere and anytime. Don't compromise your hunt and find your edge at OutdoorEdge.com. It's been a while Here. since I have podcasted oh, God. with Kyle. <laughs> no, Dad. <laughs> Never, ever, ever do that again. <sighs> uh, yeah, I, I think I'm. I think I'm set. If you wanted to uh, say your thing. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Marvel Multiverse Mayhem. Don't Ooh, know when crazy. it's going to come out, but we're recording on a Monday. Today, yeah. Right oh, it's Marvel Multiverse Mondays again, <laughs> just for who knows how long. Um, here on the Genreverse Podcast Network, where you can find all your favorite shows. Um, wow, I'm getting rusty at this. Uh, I'm Nick, and I'm here with <laughs> Kyle. How you doing, Kyle? What's up, bud? How are you? It's been a long time since I introduced or was on a show, so like I said, feeling a little rusty. Gonna That's... have to learn the ride the bike again. That's right. You'll you'll live. So today we are here to discuss the most recent Marvel project, the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Mm-hmm. Which... I'm festive. I've got my world famous black Santa hat. I'm wearing. It's kind of hard to tell because I got green lights on, but my Green Ranger hoodie. Rest in peace, Jason David Frank. And. Uh, yeah, some really crappy uh, red LEDs in the back. What's your excuse, Nick? Just sitting there wearing a Star Wars shirt. It was the first <laughs> shirt I grabbed. But I have been rewatching Star Wars because my roommate had never seen any of it. And then oh, we watched God. Andor, and now he's like, I want to see all of it, even the bad God. stuff. And I was like, time. okay. Time for a new roommate. <laughs> it was my idea. I'm like, now that we watch Andor, we're going to watch no, all I mean, of it in order, right? No, just the fact that they've never seen it. So that's that's insanity. Andor sold him on it because obviously Andor is life. Um, but yeah, we're not here to talk about good. Star Wars. We're here to talk about the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, um, which they could just call the Christmas special. But I guess they were kind of they were playing off uh, Star Wars a bit. I I I mean, holiday special is a phrase that's been used for a lot of TV. I guess shows, you're right. So, <laughs> and that that's kind of the. The thing about this is it it felt less it felt less like a Guardians Christmas and more like a Guardians holiday special episode. Whenever whenever you watch like a uh whenever you watch a holiday episode of um anything, really, anything. Uh hold on one second. My stream deck is being stupid and I don't know uh why. Uh Whenever you watch uh, an episode of of any, you know, sitcoms holiday specials, they always feel very different. They're wholly set in their in their universe, but they feel very uh, different. And that's what this this uh, did. It was not so much a Guardians with holiday theming. It was what you what you get from that '70s mm -hmm. show holiday special. You know, there's little lessons so to speak in there there's a little bit of of life and family in there and and uh it wasn't what i was expecting but i'm not knocking it i i adjusted my frame of of mind for that 
uh, I would agree completely about it's not what I was expecting. Even at, after the trailers, I knew it would mostly mostly be Drax and Mantis. Yeah. That wasn't that didn't surprise me. But James Gunn kept touting how important this is and that's must watch to get the next Guardian movie. And the there are location thing. there are locations in this from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. And it's like, yeah, uh, there was one nowhere. Yeah, there was no progression. <laughs> I was at least expecting, without saying what it was, that the post-credit scene would set up something, and it didn't. Um, but, and I think what really kind of made this less entertaining, though I thought it would be, or less important, was having the last uh, special presentation. Werewolf by Night was actually a big like. Here's new characters that are important to the MCU. Like here's like a whole new side of it, and I thought we'd get a lot more clue at where Guardians was headed next. Except for the fact that they have added Cosmo, it seems, as one of their main, yeah. maybe not main members, but someone who could potentially leave nowhere and go with them on huh. missions. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's it's good it's it's fine it's it's serviceable you know uh agreed at the end of the day i think i would watch uh uh werewolf by night a second time before i would watch this again um i did have my my biggest uh, two issues one is really really nitpicky and you kind of touched on it uh i'm i love that it was mantis and uh Mantis and Drax, I think that was great. It was a lot of fun. Uh, but I think calling it the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special is disingenuous because there's not much Guardians in it. Uh, each of them get a quick little moment, a laugh or or two. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, no spoilers, but my favorite line in the whole, whole thing is, you can't run from me, Bacon. Like, that was just great. <laughs> um, but... Uh, I think the title should have been something different. Drax and Mantis save Christmas. Oh, Drax I was, I was, and Mantis's uh, go to Hollywood Guardians and Christmas. save Christmas. <laughs> something, something a little, a little different. And then the other complaint, and again, maybe this isn't as nitpicky, but forty-five minutes is is too short for like seven songs. I was, I, it felt very suicide squadish again the the first one the theatrical where they were throwing in as many pop songs as they could trying to be like be like a uh, uh, pop culture songs trying to be like guardians All of the, the christmas galaxy songs can fit in yeah the, they did the same thing and and there's even dude there's one where there's not even a full minute break between songs and these aren't short little 20 second you know uh transition songs these play for 45 60 80 seconds some sometime i mean that got frustrating where it was like let's see how many we can shove in into such a short uh thing um that and how some of it felt kind of empty nowhere feels very empty but i'm guessing maybe we'll get some exposition in in guardians 3 you know after thanos people didn't come back or you know it's been rebuilding what whatever uh other other than that it's fine it's it's serviceable i might watch it one more time not this year but maybe sometime in the in the future uh i at i really wanted to give this a b plus uh because of things that made me really laugh out loud but at the end of the day 
like I said, I don't think I'm going to watch it a, again, Not at least not anytime soon, unless my son all of a sudden wanted to. He didn't even finish it or uh, finish this watch. So I gave it a B. What, a, what about you, Nick? I would go B minus. Um, really? My other wow. big complaint about it is it felt like it could have been like 30 minutes or 22 minutes. It could have like, been. There were a lot of if scenes. they cut out some of that music stuff. <laughs> yeah, and that's part of it. Or even just like, I wouldn't even cut any of the scenes of them wandering around, but you don't need to spend that long on Hollywood Boulevard with them. You don't need to spend that long yeah. with like them talking to Kevin Bacon on their ship. That felt like a really long scene where it's, nothing was happening. There were some jokes in there, but like no progression. But I do love one of my favorite parts is... You know, they worked with the, who knows, maybe they did some work with the Avengers putting things back together after Endgame, but how mm. much, how excited they are to see other Avengers when they think it oh, is them. Yeah. Like, Steve! Like, and then the Bucky reference to where well, he doesn't even call him the Winter Soldier. He's like, you yeah. got me Bucky's arm? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which I uh, loved, but I'm like, uh-oh, what happened to Bucky? Yeah, right. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, the, the Stevie thing. It kind of makes you wonder how much time is there between Tony's snap and the return trip, the trip Cap takes to go return all the stones. Was there enough time for Mantis to interact with him? Oh, that's true. Or is that a wink, wink, nudge, nudge to the Cap was on the moon? Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like, did, did, did she run into Cap during time? Like, I don't know. It's... It's one of those. It's one of those things. It's kind of like that. Uh, uh, no spoilers for for Andor, but it's kind of like the the Andor post credits, where it's like, did we really need the the connection? Because now you're starting to make the time feel wonky. Because when when we see that thing again in 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 Rogue One, there's a lot more. Uh, it's it's very complete, and yet what you see in in Andor, it looks damn near complete, but it's still four years away. So it's like wh- what? Like I think why? there's a time jump to that post credit sequence, even though that's not where we're here to discuss. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just pointing out yeah. how sometimes doing these little things just kind of make it feel wonky and and not as cohesive as it used to. I agree. That, like if you had like someone dressed like Doctor Strange or someone who they actually met and spent some time yeah. with in Infinity War, it would make yeah. more sense. Yeah. So, um, anyways. I still found it adorable, the little tiny yeah, references to the world. Geico presents Daily Affirmations. Repeat after me. We are filled with an abundance of joy. We are filled with an abundance of joy. Also an abundance of questions. Good thing Geico has 24-7 claim service to help answer questions and resolve claims quickly. Uh, good thing Geico has 24-7 claim service. We are also filled with an abundance of biscuits. We are also filled with, uh, I don't think it works this way. Oh, oh, and jam. Don't forget jam. To manifest more Geico in your life, go to geico.com. And... Yeah, I guess uh, there's only really one thing to spoil, but another thing I just kind of, it works, but it feels like they've been doing it too much in the Guardian movies mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, they play the Yondu thing for emotions, which they've yeah. done in What If, even though he didn't write that, they've done in, they've all, I mean, there's, I mean, obviously they've done it with his mom, they've done it with Yondu dying in the last movie, and it's just like, every time yeah. chance they get to remind you of Yondu it, and but- Peter, it's... I think, uh, and you said the spoilers word, so we're, everything's good to spoil now, and I made a timestamp for it. So uh, I think what worked well for it and why it didn't bug me as much as it was animated 
Uh, if they had done it live action, I, I would be very upset. I would think, yeah, this this reduces the the even though it's set in the past, it reduces that being the final time we see Yondu, you know, mm-hmm. stroking his son's face mm-hmm. after saving his life as he as he, you know, suffocates and boils and all of that in the in the uh vacuum of, of space. Um but be but being animated, I think it, it assisted it made it palatable at least at least to me um that's kind of how i i felt on it and uh yeah i don't know does that kind of change it at all for you no i mean it's i I don't dislike it it just feels like i was expecting more fresh stuff in here and not the Mm. you know like i said like basically zero movement we realized that they're in charge of nowhere um james gunn confirmed they purchased it from the collector which I thought it would have been easier if they just went there to fix it because I assumed he was very, very dead after his encounter with Thanos. So I would love to see yeah. his character return and maybe meet up with his brother eventually, Jeff Goldblum. And they cut him out of the the last, not Collector, but Grandmaster, cut yeah. him out of the uh, Thor movie. So who who knows? But, who knows? Um, and, but yeah, obviously the big spoiler is that Mantis is... Uh, Star Lord's sister. I mean, we which... all kind of thought that already, right? I never thought of it. What? I don't know why I didn't. I you s- never. You never. Wondered I should have. How I'm this surprised he never powerful, thought of it. <laughs> yeah, how this ultra powerful being can put a, a celestial to sleep without, you know, having something. I, I, they never outright said it, but it wasn't. It wasn't that big a of a of a sur- surprise whatsoever. I also like how much she did use her powers because I almost forgot she yeah. had those powers. She like she, yeah she uses them in Infinity War, mm-hmm. and well I mean she almost puts a Titan to sleep, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he's not related to her. Well, not even yeah, she can barely and hold he's on. Wearing, and yeah. he's wearing uh, uh, stones, so um, not that he's activating them when she's putting yeah. them to sleep, but they are still there feeding. So. I just uh, the movie made it sound like he they never there was never a reveal of where she said like oh my mother was no you know it no, was more like I, which it makes sense that that would be the case but I just assumed he came across her at some point he's like oh this species of alien can make me sleep I'm gonna grab mm-hmm. one because my mind mm-hmm. is all messed up I almost cursed on the cuckoo. show because <laughs> yeah cuckoo yeah man uh that at the end of the day like you said there's nothing this is i don't want to say this is forgettable because it's a fun little ride but i mean how many more times are you going to watch is this uh, a guaranteed rewatch every christmas no i'm going to show it to my roommate so i basically rewatch everything i don't watch with him the yeah. first time like all the marvel but no uh, I keep seeing people like Manny and stuff. Lots of our friends from uh, LRM are like, oh, this is going to be a yearly classic. And I was yeah, like, no. nah, I enjoyed it, but it's, no. it's, it's kind of, yeah. I'm not watching Hawkeye this year. I'm not watching this again. Um, well, Hawkeye's nope. more of a commitment. I'm not going to w- sit down and watch six hours of Hawkeye just because it's Christmas time either. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> what? I'll watch, uh, uh, Illuminations the Grinch, which is great. Oh, I love that. Uh we watch our Home Alone movies, just the first two. Um uh, other other classics, but this this is not being added to the to the list. Not, neither was Werewolf by Night added to my Halloween 
That's on my Halloween list. I'd probably watch this. I'll watch that again before I watch this. But cheers to the official end, thank God, of Marvel Phase 4. Mm. Good freaking riddance. <laughs> Out of everything, I have maybe three things I might be willing to watch again. I don't, and I don't even know if I ever will. I, I really don't because even even some of the uh, uh, even some of the stuff that I liked, it kind of depends on what happened next. Like Wandavision, I overwhelmingly liked the majority of that, but everything afterwards that either didn't pay off, didn't play into, or just completely ignores. Looking at you multiverse of of madness they ruined the the scarlet witch story they kind of just crap all over that arc and then it's like okay i don't find that was that was fun while it lasted it's it's kind of like star wars it's really hard to enjoy the original trilogy knowing what happens next i'm i'm not janet i can't just cut it out cut it out (laughs) you know what i'm saying i i can't ignore what what JJ and and company, including Ryan, did the sequel trilogy's trash. I prequels are are trash too. But anyways, that's what the canteen is for, Nick. There's I was going to talk say, about, just, I was just going to follow your thing up with. I don't oh, see good. myself rewatching any of the Disney series again. It's just like it's a commitment. It's Loki, not that they're bad. Maybe, like I like, but, but that I depends on. I would Quantum rewatch Mania. Loki before Loki season two. I don't think I'd need it before Quantumania, but no, I'm saying if I would ever watch, not watching it beforehand. I'm saying if I would ever watch it again, depends on what comes next, how the stuff that follows, because it's all uh, connected. There's a reason why I only watch the original trilogy, and I haven't even watched it as a trilogy in years because of just how awful the rest of Star Wars is. I cannot. I don't want to touch anything else. I, I really don't because it's so terrible and, and Marvel's kind of gotten the same way thanks to thanks to phase four. You know what uh, you know what still hits though? Endgame. Endgame still hits. Endgame I still am in love in love with uh the Infinity saga for the most part. And you'd like the one after Phase Endgame. Four sucks. You yeah, love your, I love uh, Far I love Far From Home. Yeah. If 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 the MCU had ended at Far From Home, we would be a much better uh, world. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe Phase Five will actually become multiversal. I just love. I mean, they put the the uh, Ant Man trailer before um, Glass Onion and Knives Out story. Mm-hmm. I was like, my sister doesn't watch trailers or Marvel movies these days, but I'm like, that's fucking Kang. I'm oh, sorry, I cursed no. on the show. I'm like, that's Kang. I'm like, you didn't see Loki, but this actor is the best. <laughs> anyway, we done? Yeah, man. I I, I guess that's it. I, uh, I, we talked a lot longer than I thought we talked about the holiday special, but we also did mention Andor and the other yeah, TV shows we, at we Phase had to, 4. We had, to, we had to fluff it up with some uh, great with television. Some, uh, <laughs> Star Wars. Yeah, Andor was great. I, I don't know why everyone is sleeping on that. You all suck. Uh, check out lrmonline.com every day for all entertainment news, needs, opinions. We've got uh, written articles, uh, news and leaks, and, and rumors, reviews, uh, celebrity interviews as well. On the YouTube channel, you get 
besides Marvel Multiverse Mayhem, you get the Cantina uh, doing Star Wars news and and reviews, Anime Versal reviews, AVR Square Daily, Cog Breaking Geek. Those co- those last two cover everything in entertainment news mm-hmm. uh, and whatever the hell those peoples want to talk about. I'm one of those peoples on Daily Cog. Uh, yeah, we got a lot of really uh, great content. If it's not a reaction video, by the way, we have a lot of reaction videos, especially for anime and and trailers. Uh, podcast and review stuff goes up on your favorite podcast app so give us a follow leave us thumbs up down like subscribe all that all that good stuff and with that excelsior enough said Geico presents Daily Affirmations. Repeat after me. We are filled with an abundance of joy. We are filled with an abundance of joy. Also an abundance of questions. Good thing Geico has 24-7 claim service to help answer questions and resolve claims quickly. Uh, good thing Geico has 24-7 claim service. We are also filled with an abundance of biscuits. We are also filled with a... I don't think it works this way. Oh, and jam. Don't forget jam. To manifest more Geico in your life, go to geico.com.